Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. So here's the legal disclaimer part of this whole thing. Katie, are you a mental health professional? No, I'm not. Neither am I. So if you're struggling with any of these issues, please seek professional help and just listen to us because we're funny. I'm Katie. And I'm Summer. And this is Monsters in the Attic. A podcast where we have real conversations about everyday struggles with personality and mental health issues. We're glad you're here. Hey, Summer. Hey, Katie. How was your week? You know, um, I had a really productive week last week um, and a super fun weekend because you know me. If I'm going to work hard, I'm going to play hard. Mm -hmm. This is true. How was your week? It was wonderful. I got a tattoo. (gasps) and mm -hmm, And I got engaged. (gasps) Mm -hmm. What? Yeah, I did. It's kind of a big deal. Yeah. Both of those things are A, ginormous, and B, fantastic, and C, forever. For the rest of your life. They are both forever. I like that, though. Mm -hmm. Me too. Feels very safe. It is. So what are we talking about today? Oh, well, um, I think this is, you know, episode one, season one. This is it. We're rocking out on this thing. Which is also a big deal. There's a lot of big deals going on right now. Oh, my gosh. Do you feel like this is the biggest deal of, like, the biggest deal time period? Not this is the biggest deal, but there's so many big deals going on that you could call it the era, the time of big deals. It really is the time for big deals. And I think that we just, um, we girl boss too hard and we grinded too hard. And now we're doing lots of fun things though. It's yeah. a lot, but it's all really fun. Yeah. Yay for us. So this episode, I thought that we would talk about why we started Monsters in the Attic. Okay. That yeah. sounds fun. Yeah. So um, it was funny because the other day I said, how do you remember? What do you remember about us starting this podcast? And I actually think the podcast is like um, our fifth idea or sixth idea <laughs> that came along with Monsters in the Attic. It was just the most accessible. Yeah, very easy. Yes. Thanks, Rogue Media. Yeah, yay. Mike Hamilton, Rogue Media. Shout out. Um, yeah, so I said, why don't you tell me your re- recollection of how this started, and I'll tell you my recollection of how this started. And it was actually really funny and very similar. Mm-hmm. So I think you should tell the people. You think I should tell them? Okay. Well, I remember specifically a car ride, and I think we were coming back from lunch because Summer and I work together, so we spend a lot of time together talking about things. We've got very close. So I remember a car ride. Um, we were coming back from lunch, and I don't know. I was just having a bad day. I was just having a bad mental health day, we call them. And we're very honest about it. I just tell her like, girl, I'm just having a bad mental health day. And she's like, okay, I got you. We'll go to the corn store later. Um, but anyways, we were on this car ride and I'm tall. 
I'm not, you know, I've learned to be like very kind to myself now, but I used to not be because I'm very tall. I'm almost six feet tall and I'm not a small person. So I have big bones. So um, just from, you know, typical beauty standards, um, I was mean to myself for a long time about, you know, just the structure of my body, which sounds really silly when you say it like that. But I know that not just for me, for a lot of people, that's a really big deal that runs their lives. Um, and on this particular day, I was feeling that really hard. I was feeling um, just very um, unworthy just because of the size and shape of my body, which I feel like, like is what a lot of people deal with um, in a lot of different ways. Um, but yeah, I told Summer, I was like, Summer, I was like, I just feel huge. I just feel massive, like just the biggest person on earth. I'm knocking over buildings. I'm like stepping on people's cars and like accidentally, you know, like squishing their dogs and stuff. I just feel so big. And I can't remember what you said to me, but I'm pretty sure you started making fun of me. <laughs> it was definitely, I mean, I for sure started making fun of you. Should I, could, should I take this little part of the story? I think so. Yeah. And, and mind you, me and Katie are very close. So I know I have met her demons previous to this conversation. So she starts to say this. And, of course, I adore Katie. Um, there's not a person in the world. Well, there might be other people that it's comparable, but I absolutely adore Katie. Like, I'm her number one cheerleader. Um, rah, rah, rah. So uh, <laughs> she starts saying, I'm so tall. My hands are so big. My feet, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, my God. I'm Katie, and I, <laughs> I'm a giant, and my hands are so big, whenever I touch a man, I crush him into thousands of pieces, and I was, like, stomping around, you know, like, um, I was making fun of her, but just in the kindest way possible, because I've, I've decided I want to quit talking to myself the way that I wouldn't talk, to, you know, I want to talk to myself the way I talk to my friends. And so I do find that humor is the quickest route out of that wild hellhole that <laughs> is in my attic. Yeah, and that's one of the beautiful things about our friendship and I think any healthy friendship is that we can use making fun of each other and just, you know, being like... <laughs> kind of, you know, good heartedly mean to each other just to prove a point because what Summer was saying with all of that is like, no, Katie, you're beautiful. No one sees you that way. Like this is just a monster in your head. And I was like, well, sometimes I feel like a monster. Oh. And then we started talking about Summer's monsters, which I don't know if this is a story that you want to take, but Summer also has a monster that we created that day. Well, um, yeah. Do and you want to tell it or do you want me to tell it? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll start it off and then you can correct me as we go on. Um, because <clears throat> my monster is this little girl that sits in the corner crying because nobody likes her. Not There's not any aspect of this little girl that anyone could possibly like. And so she sits over in the corner. And then when people come over and are like, oh, my friend, I love you, she hisses like a cat and growls, <laughs> you know, like she's just a little monster with, like, sharp nails and big teeth. Um, she looks real cute sitting in the corner, dressed very well. She always dressed nicely. Very well dressed. Yes, yes. Very well Very cute little girl. Um, so I, those were the originals, don't you mm -hmm. think? 
Those were the first two. Yeah. And then um, we came up with the stripper who's always trying to sleep with your boyfriend. Yeah, she always um, she smokes a lot. Yeah. Perfect body. Yes, she I does. Mean, perfect body. Like, but a face. Mm-hmm. But a face. Yeah. She's been smoking for a long time. But yeah, she's always trying to sleep with our boyfriends. And that's rough, you know. Yeah, it is. She wants to sleep. You got a boyfriend? I want to sleep with him. (laughs) It's going to happen. I totally want to do your boyfriend. Whether you want want to or not. Yeah. Whether he wants to or not, it's going to happen. And we've slowly added on other ones. What was your other monster? Um Oh, I have an insecurity monster. You do? Yeah. We're going to save that for our episode on insecurity, but I think I might guest star in that episode. Yeah, I do think that you are going to. I'm pretty sure. I think I'm going to do that one. I'm pretty good at those, those insecurities. I can come up with them all on my own. It's pretty creative. Yeah, it is very creative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're even um, usually so far from the truth that it's hard for others to see. (laughs) So, yes, very creative. I love you. I love you more. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So we've talked a little bit about where the monsters came from and how we came up with this idea. But what's the point of our podcast, Summer? What are we going to be doing over the next 11 episodes? You know, I think that we're basically going to try to normalize these things. We're really going to just have real conversations about um, mental health issues, about personality disorders, or just even personalities in general, you know, um, and the way that they affect us. We're going to have a bunch of guests on, and we have a really cool group of guests. All of our friends. We're really excited about it. Yeah, and we have we just so happen to have a pretty awesome group of friends. Oh, yeah, and that's something we've talked about recently is just how fortunate we feel to be kind of like welcomed into this circle of people here in Waco um, that are just so like-minded and driven and want the same things and have the same type of relationships and thoughts and beliefs. And it's just been the most wonderful thing. Yeah. And it's been really cool too, because we all have these wildly different personalities and, um, but we all get along really well. It's no drama. No drama. Only goals. Yep. Only, that's right. Yeah. Only achieving goals. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. So uh, we're going to talk to people about their mental health issues, um, how they struggle with them, what it looks like in their everyday life. And also, I think it's important to give resources as well. Like we want to talk about real life things that everyone deals with people who, you know, you look at and think, Oh, that person's so successful. They're so, um, you know, this or that, just someone that you could look up to. Well, they struggle with things as well, which I think is really important to see. And that's what you'll learn from all of our friends is that no matter how awesome they are, I look up to every single person in our friend group. I think that they're just all wonderful. I want to be like all of them when I grow up. Um, so it's kind of refreshing, to hear their stories and, you know, the things that they've struggled with. So that'll be a big part of what we talk about. And also giving resources as well. One thing that I think it's important for us to talk about right now is us not being mental health experts. Oh, I am certainly. The only way that I would be an expert is because I've spent so much money on (laughs) mental health um, care (laughs) that maybe you could qualify me as an expert in that way. 
do you get to pay enough? Like, I wonder, we're probably somewhere on a scale. Yeah, totally. Of mental health experts. Yeah, that's how I feel most of the time. I'm like, I've gotten, you know, I've told you my theory before that if you watch enough true, true crime, it could never happen to you. I feel the same way about therapy. Um, um, you know, um, I am a therapist because that's so much therapy. You are an excellent therapist. I love our mental health walks to the corn store. Yes, we we might have to explain the corn store. I think we're gonna have to. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we are the business that we work for is in a strip center, and at the end of the strip center, there's a fruiteria, and we walk down there. Am I saying that right, Katie? Let me look it up. Okay, yeah. You tell your story. You look it up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh, we have a fact checker. And and I wish I had a fact checker in my everyday life because I will make up some doozies. I'm just convinced that I'm right about something and I go all the way forward with it. So, <clears throat> yeah, the corn store also sells elotes. And so every day around 2.30, Katie and I walk down to the corn store and we get a hot cup of creamy corn, better known as elotes. And we love it. And then we walk back. And in those 10 minutes that it takes us to go down there and get it, we do our mental health check-in for the day. And it's probably one of the reasons that we are so close. I think so. I think corn in a cup has a lot to do with our friendship. Absolutely. It's a large part of it. And so I have it right here. Please, anyone, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. Um, Futeria. Yes. I believe is the correct pronunciation, yes. but I am also not a native Spanish speaker nor a healthcare professional. So, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> You're just going to have to trust me. That's right. Spanish <laughs> is our second language. Well, Spanish is Katie's second language. Pig Latin is my second language. Um, and neither one of us should tell you anything about your actual mental health care. Yeah. That's one thing that is really important to mention is we're going to be talking about a lot of really strong, important mental health aspects throughout this season. So if you or anyone that you love is struggling with suicidal ideation or just, you know, any bad thoughts, there's tons of resources out there for you with people who are waiting to help you. So you can always check the show notes for our episode and we will link other sources there. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we're going to be talking about, not only are we going to be talking about the things that people struggle with, but we're going to talk about how it looks in their everyday life. And then also like, what are their coping mechanisms? You know, and I think it's super important that we talk about um, their negative coping mechanisms and their positive coping mechanisms. Yeah, because I think a lot of us start with negative coping mechanisms and we don't realize that we're just trying to survive and trying to get through a situation that's going on until you get into therapy, until you reach out to a mental health professional and, you know, get some insight on what's going on. And then from there, that's where you learn the good things. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that the negative coping me mechanisms work for a while, you know? How do you mean? What do you... I think that uh, when you first are dealing with mental health issues and you start looking for coping mechanisms, it's easiest to use the negative ones. And for a little while, they may quiet those voices or they may help you with your mental health issues or, or look like they're helping you, 
you know, and then you figure out that they're negative and that's when you seek help. Yeah. So maybe you start using a drug to help with feelings of anxiety or depression. And for a while that helps you for a little bit, but then it leads to a deeper problem. Is that what you mean? Absolutely. Yes. Very interesting. You I got never it. thought of that before. Yeah. And um, sometimes the negative coping mechanisms uh, are easy to slide right back into. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes they work faster. You know, um, it's way easier to take a pill than it is to meditate or you get quicker results, you know. Yeah. Delayed gratification. Ooh, maybe that's something that we should look into. Yeah. I think that's interesting. Like a negative coping or a bad, what we're calling a bad coping mechanism may have more instant gratification than, you know, meditation or yoga or diet. You know, the things that people tell you to do and that work, but they seem more difficult to do. Yeah. I think we're onto something there. Yeah, totally. Well, you know, um, I used to have a friend that cut and uh, she said that, you know, cutting was an immediate coping mechanism that helped her get out of anxiety or depression or whatever immediately it it solved a problem for her immediately was it great no but was it solving a problem sure yeah and I can think of things that I do nothing that severe but I can think of things that I'm like oh yeah when I instantly want to feel better I do yeah this thing blah blah. yeah Yeah. you know x insert coping mechanism here yes (laughs) whether it's cookies or bubble baths or things that are more severe serious and severe than that yeah, totally. Cool. Um, yeah, so then we'll we'll talk to people. One of us will do a little bit of research about each um, mental health issue that we're talking about. We will provide some resources for help with each one of the mental health issues we speak about. Um, and really, that's basically it. Is there anything else that you want to add to what we're going to talk about? Not that I can think of. I think that pretty much covers everything. Well, um, thank you for doing a podcast with me, Katie. Thanks for doing a podcast with me. I'm really glad that you made fun of me um, in in my moments of weakness. I'm really happy that you did that. Yeah. You know, (laughs) that's what friends are for. And you're the best friend. (laughs) You're the best friend. And um, hey, I love you and all of your monsters. I love you and all of your monsters. Signing out. Signing out. Katie. I love you and all of your monsters. Summer, I love you and all of your monsters. This has been a Rogue Media Network 